world is digital. Data is pervasive everywhere. A digital universe cloaked in a Ready Player One backdrop. 1984 meets 2020. Mobile phones, working from home, riots, protests, streaming services, 5G, AI, ML, cloud, internet of things, containers, blockchain, software as a service, the uberization of food, services, and relationships. A gumbo of information is ready to be served and certain ingredients change. How far do we go before it's too much? Zeros and ones prevail. How do we protect them, store them safely, and still have a voice that is heard and uncensored? Welcome to Data Protection Gumbo Season 3. This is Demetrius Malbro, and today's guest is Paul Barrett, founder of NetV Pro. How are you today, Paul? I'm doing great, Demetrius. All right, awesome. Let's go ahead and dive into the questions. So the first question that I have for you today, Paul, is what is NetV Pro, and how does your company manage and protect other companies' data? So what is NetV Pro? NetV Pro is a fully managed IT service company. That's one part of our division, but actually how NetVPro got founded was disaster recovery as a service before disaster recovery as a service actually was announced. So how do we, how do we okay. do that is, is the question. Um, when we first started off, we did Santa sand replication. Um, mm -hmm. From there, when Veeam came out with its cloud connect, I knew that that was going to be a game changer. And that weekend, I actually built it into a, my own equipment, my own data center. Not uh, not that I own the data center, but my own equipment in the data center. Yeah. Because, you know, to me, people want to know where their data is and who has access to it. So we are a Veeam Cloud Connect provider. What does that mean? That means you can send your data to us in in a, an encrypted fashion so no we don't even have access to your data because there's two passwords you have you know, your, your original password and there's an encryption password on top of it to decrypt the data so and i know i just heard through the vmon conference that veeam came out with immutable data which is means immutable means it doesn't even change but i kind of get to kind of jump at it i go back to what does netv pro do so we're a white glove backup solution and disaster recovery. What that means is you can spin up your virtual machines into our cloud data center. So if you just pick up the phone, give us a call, and we spin up your, your virtual machines for you and give you access, so you're back up and running. And then, of course, the third aspect of IT services is, you know, we do project work. So if you want us to build your disaster recovery solution for you with your own hardware, we can do that for you. And so I, I guess, is that, do you only manage, um, I guess, Veeam, or do you also use other data protection products? So we do use other data protection products, 
but they're just a small percentage mm-hmm. compared to our Veeam footprint. You know, we have become a Veeam experts. And so, you know, a lot of our solutions either get transformed into Veeam or, you know, a lot of our customers come to us because they're very interested in our Veeam expertise. Can you explain that a little more? I know what it is, but I just want to make sure our listeners understand what does a white glove solution mean? I know you encrypt the data, but explain that a little bit. So, you know, a lot of times when you're an IT administrator, you have many, many tasks. You're in charge of the phone system. A lot of times you're in charge of your main application. So you have all these different aspects that you're in charge of. And one of those aspects is backup and disaster recovery. So many times, you know, we come in and we just take care of that whole thing. You know, you just say, hey, this is my environment. Take care of it. And so errors happen. We log in. We take care of the errors. We, you know, sometimes for some reason, you know, a password got changed or, you know, your internet connection dropped. So we resolve all those issues for them. So they don't worry about the errors. And even furthermore, they don't even worry about the upgrades. Since we're managing so many deployments, you know, we have expertise in doing the upgrades for you. So we just handle them. Okay. So that, that's the white glove part. And then, you know, obviously there's two parts to, to backing up is how do you recover? So we actually help and put together a checklist and for DR testing. So we spin them all up. Mm-hmm. We hand you the checklist, you test the applications, make sure that you're happy. And then we say that's a successful test. Okay. All right. So I I guess you have quite a few customers already. And um, it looks like you've probably seen a very diverse group of customers and maybe multiple different industries like financial services and healthcare. Not quite sure where where most of your customers um, exist on the scale of um, being in a certain industry. But what, what do you see in the backup industry right now that's hard or, or challenging? Something that's like really you think should maybe change? So, I mean, there's a lot of traditional backup solutions out there that, you know, you, you're, just, you're just taking the data from your primary, you're making a copy to a secondary storage box, and that transfer of data is the hard part your initial seeding, trying to get it into the cloud. Those things are harder to handle at times. Okay, so moving to the cloud right now, I guess migrating to the cloud is is one of the challenges that you're seeing that some customers are trying to do? Yes, a lot of customers try the cloud and don't really have any kind of way to test it in any kind of way to know that their data is actually there. It's all about recovery. I mean, if you're not testing it, you have no idea how to recover, how long the recovery is going to take, what the process is. You must be testing. So you recommend testing and, you know, being in the backup industry for about 20 years myself, um, testing is like one of the most important things because you're, you're taking all these backups, but can you recover? And can you recover when it's when it's really needed, right? I, I wrote up an article a while ago called RTA, Recovery Time Actual. You know, people talk about RPO, RTO, but it's like, what is it? You know, there's two parts to it that a lot of times people to overlook and don't think about is when do you push the recovery button? A lot of people hesitate on 
when to push the recovery button. And that hesitation takes time. The sooner you can push the button, the sooner you can recover. Because if you hesitate for four or five hours talking to executives, waiting for this, waiting for that, that's all time wasted. Where you could be pushing a button, hitting recover, and actually restoring the data. So then the second part is, how long does it take to get your data in a usable fashion to where you need it to be? And if you put together your recovery list of what is the what you need first, you know your domain controller first, your 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 database server next, your application server, then your workstations. Because sometimes you, you you can be like, well, let's restore it all. Well, restoring it all could take three days, and you're down for three days. You're waiting for everything. So you should prioritize what you need to recover. That way, you can be back up and running the critical applications that you need first. So I've always prioritized payroll many times, you know, I make sure that's in that list. All right. So I, I really like that RTA term. I think you probably want to maybe trademark that that term if, if you are the one who created it, because I am definitely going to use that as the name of this episode, Recovery Time Actual. Yeah, I don't think I came up with it. I, I'm sure I didn't, but I just wrote an article, you know, a blog post. It's on my LinkedIn because I thought, that's that's really what matters. There's many times a disconnect between the executives and the IT group of what is reality. You know, perception people people perceive is like, oh, it's just like I, I, I do this and I get my data back, we're back up and running. And it's like it's not that easy. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, and and what why I stress testing so much is we've done a few testing you know, for our smaller customers and for our larger customers. And we discover issues with their environment that they don't even know about. Mm -hmm. For example, if a domain controller is not properly uh, decommissioned and just removed, but not decommissioned in a domain, and you turn on your domain controllers within a half an hour, your domain controller or or sometimes even now they won't even turn your active directory won't even turn on won't even on so when you're booting up from scratch all the domain controllers must be online and healthy before it activates mm. that does make sense. so if it, it, it does but you know you know just like anything else over time it's like okay We've been up and running for 5, 10, 15 years. We've upgraded our domain. Um, we've, you know, we've, you know, decommissioned some servers and, you know, personnel have changed. And who knows, maybe somebody didn't do it properly. Right. Do one, you know, one, one, you know, and it's listed. If you do, you know, you do a domain scan and it'll list and say it's not there and be like, oh, we decommissioned that. I'm like, no, you didn't. Mm. It's listed if it's listed it's not decommissioned properly okay. and it's it's crazy um that it won't activate but it makes sense because you're you know they're like we're up and running it's it's your testing that's not right they tell me you know this is this is an actual what they told me they're like your testing isn't right i said no no this is a copy of your environment you're up and running because it's not booting up from scratch. If you turned everything off, you turned off all your domain controllers and turned them back on, they Active Directory would not come back online. Mm. And they just they actually didn't even believe me. And I said, I, I can show you in the lab. I can show you in articles that is exactly what happens. 
Yeah, so you, you, you keep stressing testing. So how do you test? Like, are you still dealing with customers that have tape? Or are, is this all like uh, data that's in the cloud? You know, what what's like a scenario that, that you're dealing with right now? So, Demetrius, I actually re-listened to our 2018, uh, I think it was 2018, we talked about tape versus disk. Yeah, I think so. And I... I have not deployed a single tape unit to any customer in that time. Mm, okay. So we, we, you know, we just, that's just not what we do. You know, we, we just, we do on-site disc with a copy on site, and then we do a copy in the cloud. And for us, testing is always in the cloud because that's what we, we are a cloud provider. So we spin up the, it's just so much easier because we have the resources in our data center that they don't have customer doesn't have on their data center to spin up their entire infrastructure another copy so we can test it so much easier we do the implementation of the test and then we ask the customer to log in and verify the applications and how you know make sure it's working the way they expect it to work you know we don't have time to go swap out tapes and and deal with that kind of scenario these are data centers across the nation that we don't even have hands on into. Um, why? It's it's really the time objective. You know, it's you know if it's all on disk, ready to be spun up. We actually have Veeam has the quick recovery option, which means it's actually running from the backup storage device. So so we can just do. Quick restore. I have a video on our webpage, um, and it's up and running in five minutes. We don't. We actually don't even have to do the full recovery of all the data. We just do a quick restore, and it starts running. Now the change data lands on your primary storage, and and the data slowly infiltrates back into so backfills as it's running. So it's not running at peak performance, but it's running, and running is much better than not. Right. Okay. Um, let's switch gears a little bit. H have you ran across any ransomware problems? And if so, or if not, you know, what are some of the recommendations uh, if your data happens to get encrypted? So, I mean, we have a couple instances where, you know, we're protecting just the data portion of it. We're not protecting the front end, you know? So yes, people, have gotten encrypted and many times we don't it's not a big deal we just blow it away find out where the encryption came from and just do a quick restore like i said and they're back up and running um if they don't have the valid backups then you know it, it's it's pay the ransom you know many times no no you, you're not recommending paying a ransom are you now i never recommend paying a ransom you you do know at one point the fbi actually recommended that you just pay the ransom that's a whole nother episode though. That's a whole nother episode. And I so disagree with that. It's crazy. Um, I, I, I've, I've made a few posts on LinkedIn about not paying the ransom. You're, you're, you're making it worse for everybody by paying the ransom, you know? So. Yeah. And I guess in, in some cases though, if, if you don't have that, that good backup and you're being held hostage, virtually what are you going to do right yeah 
No, you're, you're, you're right. And that's why I keep on going back to the test. If it, you know, that way you can verify that you have everything you have that you need, I should say, um, you know, it's, it's as simple as somebody deploying a server and not telling the backup administrator. And if you are the backup administrator and deploying the server, you know, you have to be, you know, have your checklist and make sure you're doing that. Now, I will talk about some new products that are out there that are primary storage and, and backup solution all in one. We have a customer that's running on that type of solution for three years now, where you just set up a policy, any new server that hits, you spin up, it automatically goes into your backup solution, automatically, you know, gets replicated. And I'll even talk about the next phase of it. You know, snapshots are, are not backup. But <laughs> with that caveat is if you have a replicated site and you're able to recover on a file-based solution and you have versioning, we have eliminated the backup actual, you know, third-party backup solution. So we've actually deprecated Veeam at this customer because they're using a product that can do both. And they've been doing it for three years now and they love it. And it's fantastic because like you said, it's eliminated all that overhead and all that extra time to being, you know, a specific skill set of a backup administrator. And so I, I guess you can't mention what that product is. Can you? I, I can. I, it's up to you if you want to play it. It's Datrium. I'm I'm big. I'm a huge fan of Datrium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah let's let, let's let's say what it is, and okay, you know, and I, I guess the the next question, and you you probably weren't finished with that one, but you know, wh why did you choose? I guess Veeam as your overall platform that you use to protect customers' data, and what is one thing they can do to take their solution to the next level? You know, I'm talking Veeam. So Veeam, why I chose Veeam, it was kind of like the the best product that could that reached down into the Soho small office, small, you know, small business and reach up to the enterprise. Now the you know, Veeam needs to work on their enterprise solution. You know, they know it and they've been working on it for years because of how it, it works, you know, you have to set up you have to be a, a pretty good engineer to design a Veeam solution in a larger enterprise solution because of how Veeam works. You need proxies, you need accelerators because it's just software based. It's not hardware based. Is that still a thing now? Proxies? It, it is. It is. Hmm. I Unfortunately. did not know that. Okay. And that's why I chose Veeam because they actually give us, give my company, a small company, the ability to have expertise in a solution for our smaller customers and, and still reach larger customers that are deploying this solution more and more. And Veeam has, you know, their technology push to get into the larger and larger enterprises. And so they've been improving their product. They just came out with immutable, immutable um, backups, which means they're just not changeable, which is, uh, right. you know, it's just like you said, if, you know, why do you, you choose that product, you know, Veeam, or why not, why not have like a tape solution for that air gap? Well, with immutable 
So mm-hmm. having it saying that way it doesn't change, you don't need that air gap because it's built into the product. Gotcha. Now, if if you take on a new customer and they already have a backup solution, let's say they're running something else like a Rubrik or an Actifio or Cohesity or Comvault or Net Backup. Yeah, I threw all of them out there, so no one can say he's pushing one product because I'm not. Um, would would you also consider bringing them on as a customer and maybe internally try to get someone who knows how to manage that solution? Is 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 that something that you you would do? Of course, of course. I mean, I have you know, educated myself in all those products Oh wow! and okay. always looking at their partner programs to making sure that when it makes sense that we jump into those partner mm-hmm. programs. I, I just found out about, you know, there's so many different products and it takes, takes time. And, but I, 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 I you know, ripple bit is a new one that I just found out about. I'm going to look into what is it? Ripple bit. Ripple bit. Yeah. 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 I, I haven't, tipped, I haven't, okay. I just found out about the other day. I mean, there's, there's a lot of different products and it takes time mm-hmm. to, but I'm always evaluating and making sure that this isn't, this v- Veeam is the right solution for my company to keep on promoting because at some point it may change and I want to be ready for that change. I mean, Rubik has a f- fantastic solution. I think their MSP program has a little bit to be de- be developed to get me to jump onto that bandwagon. What, what about Cohesity? Um, so I don't know anything about Cohesity's MSP program. Um, mm, okay. But yeah, that's another fantastic product that I went through their training and you know enjoyed. Wow, you you are a jack of all backup trades, man. Uh, well, one guy dubbed me, uh, the king of backup and I kind of like it. So I was, uh, I, I, I may talk about, uh, using have, that. We, we may have to change the name of this episode, the king of backup. And it's not Elvis Presley. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and, and like you, you, you know, you're passionate about this and I'm passionate about it too. Um, yeah. maybe not to your level, but you know, hopefully having these conversations really helped me. Um, become a better um, informed, and I, of course, listening to your episodes are very helpful too. Yeah, and you, you know, I'm going to have a a backup and recovery uh, like a panel. Uh, we're going to talk about the shifting um, backup administrator role, how it's morphing, how it's changing. Let me know if you want to you want to jump in on that. Yeah, I would love to jump in. I just didn't want to, you know, be that guy like oh. Me, me for everything, nah. you know. <laughs> We've had you on the gumbo before, and we we love your perspective. Um, so we'll we'll continue that relationship moving forward. So let's let's roll into the closing gumbo question, and that would be: Are you ready for it, Paul? Yes. If you had a crystal ball, what does the future of data protection and management look like for you? Like I said before, uh, the way you know, some of these companies are out there doing that are primary and backup storage, you know, that are utilizing the recoverability of file level recovery like Datrium. That's what I see as the future because it, it there's so many advantages to it that 
you know, especially with larger data sets, I, I, you're going to laugh or cry. I don't know one or the other about some of these larger companies I run across have no backup solution. They are relying on snapshots. Yeah, I, I wonder. I wonder how that's working out for them because some people still think it's a, a good solution. I'm not saying it's a horrible solution, but you you definitely have to have something that can go you know more granular, something that was purpose built um, for backing up the data and protecting the data and being able to deliver that granularity that you need. Um, that's very critical. Some of these companies just have never had the fallout from not having it. So it's just like driving around in a car without airbags. You don't know you need airbags until you get in it or a seatbelt until you get in an accident. You can be driving around do 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 just fine. But it's when that event happens, that's when you realize you really needed this. Um, and it's just the, and this is the other part of it. What I've discovered when I talk to these companies, the scale that they need mm. goes up of, for the backup solution. You know, it's not like, hey, let's just put, plug in a USB drive and now we got to back up your data. You know, we're talking about a half a petabyte of data, you know, yeah. that just grew over time to that half a petabyte of data and, and without, you know, a, a policy to, Mm -hmm. uh, sunset some of that data purge data you know data a data policy as you were um I, i'm just sh like you said i you can't believe it i can't believe it when they when they, you know they just they are very sheepishly disclosing this to me you know and it's just like i can understand but i can't even understand the risk that they are putting their company in by not doing this it's shocking. Yeah. Well, there you have it, Gumbo listeners. The the king of backup has spoken. <laughs> so, um, Paul, I appreciate you taking time out of your day to come back on Data Protection Gumbo. So thanks for uh, coming on the show. Oh, thank you, Demetrius. I, I love being on the show and love talking to you. Thank you so much for listening to Data Protection Gumbo. I love reading your reviews on Apple Podcasts, so please keep them coming. And every review that you leave helps. So please also join our LinkedIn group, Backup and Recovery Professionals, and also check out our website at dataprotectiongumbo.com. So have a great week and see you next time.